So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Hello, everybody. For Sports Keto Wrestling, I'm Mac Davis, and this is the Wrestling Time Machine. With me right now, my two co-hosts, WWE Hall of Famer, Holla Holla, Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy. Holla, player. And next to him, of course, pro wrestling journalist. He is legendary. They even named magazines after him. Mr. Bill After. Hey, Bill. Well, thank you very much. I never heard of the Bill magazines before. Well, they got the After mags. I've heard of those. (laughs) (laughs) Great to be back with the two of you here. It's same here. It's the first time we've actually all three been together. I think this is the three weeks now. This will be the third yes, week we, uh, we yes, did, did yes, been without. So, This past weekend is where our time machine's going. We're going back to WrestleMania 39, the weekend and all events around it. And uh, before we get underway with that, I do want to bring up one thing, uh, some sad news. We lost Bushwhacker. Uh, it, it, uh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Bushwhacker, Bushwhacker Luke. Yep. Willard, we know, lost. Bush, uh, yeah, let me try, let me try to go back and do that again, yeah, Bill. Hang on. You were there. Yeah. Let, let me go back and clean that up. Okay. This past just weekend, of course, uh, with all the events that took place with WWE, there was some sad news. We lost Bushwhacker Butch uh, this past weekend, and really sad because I actually, guys, I saw him on Thursday night. Uh, actually, I was with him all the way up until the time we all went up to bed to go to sleep because we had to get up the next day. And he was having a great time. He was in the best spirits I've ever seen him. And then the next day, you know, I go to the table uh, at WrestleMania or WrestleCon, and uh, nobody showed up at the table. And I couldn't figure out what in the world was going on. And a fan came over and asked me if I had heard any news yet about Butch. And I was like, no, I haven't heard anything. He said, well, he went to the hospital. The ambulance picked him up here at the hotel a while ago. So I got on the phone, found out what had happened. He entered into the hospital. Uh, there's a lot of details you can actually pull up off of my website or anything else. That uh, We talked about it in depth with uh, Scott Wilder, the promoter. And uh, it's really just a sad, sad weekend. Bill, yeah. you a great guy. He was an absolute super guy. He was always upbeat. He was always doing his yeah. sheep herder, bushwhacker shtick and uh, – what, what an incredible loss. And I know Luke Williams was his best friend. Actually, they were not blood brothers, but they were as yeah. close as you can be without being blood. And he is he's absolutely devastated over this. Yes. Yeah, I had, a, I had well, I knew both of them, too. And I had a chance to work with them back in the NWA days, WCW, uh, back when uh, Jack Victory was their manager, when they were the oh, original wow. sheep, sheep herders. So. Mm-hmm. I've known those two guys a long time, and uh, <clears throat> just to lose Butch, uh, that's uh, that's really really sad, man. But because, like Bill was saying, and you too, Matt, what a nice guy, and to be with him one minute, and then next thing you know, he's gone. You know, that's that's just devastating. Teddy, yeah, and, you and, remember their you remember their bloody battles against Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers, the Fantastics. Oh yeah. I, oh, I photographed some of those matches, and just 
bloodbaths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was back there with them, man, man. With the, you know, back in the day, man, it was a lot of fun with them too, too. Though they always kept you laughing and stuff, man. Yeah, it's a shame we lost the true legend and uh, one half of a team that everybody knew, uh, whether they were the sheep herders or, of course, the bushwhackers. Everybody knew who those guys were. And to yeah. be able to see them together, together again, and I'm not kidding, guys, when I say this, they were so happy together. It, it's almost uh, The guy that I was interviewing even said it was kind of giddy because they looked like two people who just couldn't wait to see each other, and they were just having a blast. And uh, so it was. I know Luke was shocked uh, the next morning then uh, for a lot of reasons. And, and it was really a, a hard weekend for everybody involved. Did they, Mac, did they, did they do their old look their faces? I, I actually looked across the table at Luke and uh, I, I mean, at Butch. And I said, I said, Butch, now look here. There's no looking heads here this weekend. All right. You can't look ahead. So <laughs> he was just busting out laughing. But uh, let's talk about some uh, other uh, Hall of Famers uh, while we have a chance here. This past weekend, the WWE Hall of Fame. What a ceremony. A lot better than I was expecting. And the highlight, the MVP of that entire thing to me. Conan, what oh, what yeah. an address he gave, man. Yeah, well, Conan, you know, he's he's old school, brother, you know, and he knows this business like he knows the back of his hand, man. So, and for him to speak, you know, and what he said was the truth, you know, yes. he wasn't beating around, you know, just letting you tell it like it is. So, uh, uh, congratulations to Conan. Yeah, Bill, what did you think when you that uh, speech? In fact, I know what you thought because you sent me a message almost immediately. <laughs> well, this guy... This guy was absolutely, he was the recipient of that, stay, stay still. He was the recipient of uh, Conan's wonderful speech. I had never seen, I've known Conan forever. I never saw him emote so much enthusiasm and love like I saw him. Because it came time. from here, Bill. It came, oh, it sure that, that was yeah. straight from the heart. Yeah, yeah. man. He, he uh, helped discover Ray Ray. And he brought him along for many yes. years, and uh, well, and just the love of uh, Ray and his uh, wife and his daughter, and that slime son of his walking and mummy walking out of the Hall of Fame award. What a slap in the face, really. Yep, I agree. Any any other moments from the Hall of Fame that stuck out to you? I mean, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to pick an MVP for each night, and I really think the Hall of Fame night at, at Conan was the MVP. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. Let's talk about the first night of WrestleMania. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. what? what? You, you know, you told me off the air when we were doing this, you were also surprised that Andy Kaufman's family didn't even mention that I put him and Jerry together. I, you know, I, I think that was on purpose because I heard Vince was by, backstage, so he probably changed that script at the last second, made sure you weren't mentioned. So just to make that might be true. Yeah, yeah I think oh, so. It's true. It's damn true. <laughs> Let's talk about night number one. Uh, their choice to kick off uh, WrestleMania: John Cena and Austin Theory. And uh, John Cena, his bald spot made an appearance that uh, a lot of people couldn't let go of again. Uh, but what did you think about the match itself, Bill? Be honest. Be honest. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you, I didn't think it was that great of a match. Are you asking me or Teddy? I'm asking you. Oh, you're talking to me? All I'm right. talking to you. Uh, well, you can't see me. So <laughs> what's happening here is that um, I expected more there. Uh, John... Um, 
didn't look like John Cena with the, mm -mm. with the with the black hair. His movements weren't sharp. I thought that he would. Uh, Austin Theory didn't get a real good chance to showcase what a great performer and worker in the ring he is against this version of John Cena. I I wanted it to be better, and you know I I compare it to. Uh, night two, the opening match was totally, you know, Omas and. No, uh, no, I don't get too far ahead of us now. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that yeah. the comparison between the two matches, I, I, I would have started night one with the second match with the uh, tag teams and stuff. So, Kenny, what do you think? Well, I think you know, um, I, I mean, I'm just old school, and I just always believe in doing business, and I just don't think Cena did business. Uh, I think. You know, and I don't know this, but I feel that Cena is basically basing his the rest of his career on uh, Hollywood doing movies and stuff. I don't really, you know, I, I don't know, you know, and I don't want to say this, but to me, I, I just don't think his heart is in wrestling like it used to be. I mm -hmm. think, you know, he's he's thinking ahead for, you know, the movies and stuff now. So, yeah, and that's not day, a bad and, and I know what you mean. It's not a bad thing that he feels that way. He's just evolving no, into more no. of who he is. That's right. If you want to go and do do something else, nothing's wrong with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? To further your career and to do better, I'm for that all the way. But don't forget where you come from. And, you know, right. and like I said, back in the day when a guy that wasn't going to be in the territory or he was going to leave a, a portion of a good bit, then he would always leave the guy that was left in the territory strong. So I think yeah. he could have had a way yeah. better match with, uh, yes. with the kid than he did because I've seen him work in the ring before. So I think this might have been, you know, well, hey, you know, I'm, they asked me to do this and I don't really, you know, I, I, I just don't know. And I don't want to say something that I <clears throat> may be wrong. But like I said, I think he could have had a way better match than what it was. That's, I'm going to ask you a dumb question. Do you think he could have had stage fright in front of 81,000 people? No, I don't. No. Because he's seen, he's seen more people than that. When okay. me and him was in Atlanta, when they had WrestleMania in Atlanta, it was 70,000 people there. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I, and you know, I, I think probably more than anything else, he just doesn't have the reps like he used to get. And when, when you're not in the habit of running those ropes uh, on a regular basis, you can quickly get out of ring shape. And, you know, that could have been it. He could have just kind of walked in thinking, hey, I can just, you know, warm up maybe a day or two before and get in there and just kind of go through the motions. And that may have been what he was trying to do. And I think maybe even look like he might got a little bit gassed in there a little bit to me. So I, I think it was a bit more than he was expecting. But at the same time, I was at that stadium when that was going on. It was very, very warm in that uh, stadium. So these guys are working under a lot of conditions that are it's a lot hotter and more humid than what they are used to inside an air-conditioned building. We don't, so. let's don't let's don't make no excuses, okay? <laughs> I try, man. I okay, try. Let's, let's, let's stop that because I've been in buildings where they've been you you brother, you sweat from the I, I tell you what, it was Spartanburg, South Carolina. I was with Barry Wyndham and uh, I can't remember who it was, but they went through, oh, Barry Wyndham and Brad Armstrong went 30 minute Broadway. And when we all got out of there, every piece we had on was soaking wet, yep. but we didn't stop working. They, those guys kept right on working. So, you know, don't put the heat and all this on these guys. If you, go, if you got this in hey. your heart, Undertaker went into the ring and was caught on fire. He yep. didn't stop. Which straight That's on true. down there. So don't, you know, don't, don't make excuses for these guys, man. I, I try. Texas I try. Stadium, yeah. from the David Von Erich Memorial uh, Stadium, I could barely change film uh, in my camera that it was so, it was about 120 degrees in the Ooh. sun in uh, Texas Stadium. And God, that four hour show. 
On that night, number one, too, Bill, you had mentioned just a moment ago that you thought the second match should have been the opening match, and so did I. It was that four-team match that, um, I got the names all written down here, Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Alpha Academy, the Viking Raiders, and the Street Profits. That was one hell of a match. Just incredible to watch live. Yeah, I'm a big Otis fan, by the way. I think they need to get Otis out of the tag teams and bring him back to when he won the uh, uh, Money in the Bank years ago. And uh, he's such, he's lovable. And he's, uh, in terms of merchandising, I think they do tons of merchandise with him. He's a great character. And yes. he can wrestle, he can work in the ring. He's really good. Yeah, yeah, I like I like him too, man. He's real entertaining too. The only thing he's got to do is he's got to change his, uh, his gear. Boy, <laughs> I saw people saying, I think he soiled himself. And all it was was yes. sweat. It was just, like I say, it was very hot. So they were sweating pretty heavy. And his gear just kind of, it did look kind of funny in a couple of cases. But God yeah. love him. That was a hell of a match, really. That should have been the opening match. Should have been the, it should have set the pace for the night. It really yeah. should have. Yeah. Uh, the next match was Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. Thoughts on that? Yeah, and Logan Paul is a, I mean, he is uh, a hell, he's a natural wrestling performer. Absolutely. I mean, he looks like he's been doing it his whole life. Uh, there are very few people I've ever seen with very little training to go into that ring. And Shane McMahon was one when he first started off. Um, mm -hmm. Just go into the ring and it just happens naturally. Uh, I, it was a really, really good match. I'm glad. Seth Rollins uh, won, <laughs> so they can move forward with him now. Yeah. Teddy, well, your my, thoughts? Well, my thing with this, Logan Paul, I um, I guarantee you, I don't know whether, you know, he has, well, I think now he has to make a decision whether he wants to become a full-time wrestler or yep. whether he wants to continue to stay in the, in the rep field, you know, in the entertainment side. But I think if he decides that he wants to do this full-time, I think Logan Paul will be your next big star. Yeah, and, and you're right, too, because uh, the WrestleMania appearance was his last uh, contracted uh, you know, that he had to do, that he had to follow through on. And now he's, I believe he's a free agent at this point, or they have already signed him one or the other, and we just don't know. The other match that came up, I've got to go through these fairly quickly, guys, so we don't run out of time. But Becky Lynch, Lita, Trish Stratus versus Damage Control. That was another great match. And two, I mean, two legends in the ring right there that are a little bit older in age that could keep up with those young girls with absolutely no problem. Trish Stratus looked amazing. She looked like she was 20 years old. I, I'm going to tell you something real quick, Bill. I During WrestleCon, uh, the area that I was set up in, I was there. Butch was on my right side. Uh, Butch and Luke. Well, Luke. Uh, they were on my right side. To my left, I had Mick Foley, and next to Mick Foley were Trish and Lita. So I got all, they were all sitting in the corner where we were all working. And I'm telling you, I looked for flaws when it came to Trish Stratus because, you know, I'm thinking, you know, she's a little bit older. She shouldn't look this good. Son, oh my God. I, she could wear a pair of jeans better than anybody I've seen in the last five, 10 years. <laughs> you haven't seen me in jeans. Anyway, no, you don't look like that. I trust, trust me. Did you get a chance to see Trish this weekend, uh, Teddy, and how she was looking? Yes, I got a chance to see her and also Lita, too, man. Lita, not a phenomenal worker, man. Yes. So, and y'all, you know, y'all speaking about how great that match was, right? You got some legends in there, like you said. You know, you got Trish and Lita in there, man. And, you know, Lita, she come from the hardcore school. 
you know, she'll do it all, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? So how can you not have a great match when you got people in there that, gonna, that can lead you and carry you? That's absolutely correct. Yeah. The next match we had, Bill, was Rey Mysterio finally beating some sense into his opponent, which was his son, Dominic. Your thoughts? <clears throat> oh, yeah. talking to me? He, um, I was talking to Bill. He's just slow no. to answer. Okay. <laughs> um, my internet's freezing up a little bit here. Yeah. Um, so, no, I thought, it. first of all, bringing Dominic out and the corrections of Van, I thought was very cool. Uh, a little theatrical, but very cool. But the match certainly delivered. I mean, I was so hyped up from just the time when Ray punched uh, Dominic after telling his mother to shut up on TV. I couldn't wait to see this match. I was, I was in the fan mode in this yeah. match. This match to me was real. You know, I know the whole family. They're terrific and all that. And uh, it crossed a border. It crossed a line in my mind. That match became real to me, and it delivered for sure. Daddy, yeah. Well, I uh, I also saw it too, and I made some comments about what I thought that I that should happen. I talked about it over on the, uh, Wrestling Inc. Uh, with uh, Nick, the Hoss of Wrestling, uh, and I, you know, I don't know. I've been thinking that maybe Ray, after this, you know, maybe may take some time off, you know, and kind of enjoy, you know, and you know, spend some time at home, you know. So I don't know what the plans are, but. The thing that I said that if I thought, you know, if you're going to get some real heat and I guess maybe the business has changed now and they don't want to get heat like they used to back in the day. But then I did see something else that and I'll bring that up, too. But anyway, I thought that, you know, maybe Ray, you know what I mean, puts him over, you know what I mean? Give, you know, puts him over. Maybe he attacks Ray right at the end of that. They kind of break that up, get him out of there. And then maybe on Raw that Monday night, they're talking to Ray about. Well, you know, you 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 went down for your son. How does it, you know, get some comments and fucking here comes Dominic again, drops him right in the interview set. But that's how you got real heat because mm -hmm. if Ray's gonna go take some time off, then you leave Dominique strong there. You know, you got, you got a good heel. You know, you got him ready. So I don't know what the plans are, but that's where I thought it was. But evidently, you know, Ray, maybe Ray's gonna, you know, you know, do some more stuff, yeah. and that's great. I mean, go as long as you can. Well, yeah. Monday night on Raw. Uh, they moved it again, another step with Dominic beating the hell out of his father again. Well, that's what I'm saying. I didn't know where they were going, you know, and yeah. now that when you see that, then, you know, we're going a little bit further with this, you know right. what I mean? So now, yeah. now I got it now, but I was trying to rush it. Next match, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? It was two ladies Two athletes who know how to wrestle, know how to brawl, and there was nothing wrong in that match. There were rumors around that uh, Rhea may have um, blacked out for a second during that match. That's how intense it was, and that could have been due to that heat you were talking yeah. about. I yeah. don't know. But that match on a 1 to 10 scale to me, on my um, uh, after WrestleMania meter on Sportskeeda, that was a 10. Well, let me ask you both. What do you think on night number one? Who was the MVP for night number one? Uh, I don't know, man. Everything. I mean, this WrestleMania here really blew the roof off, man. I mean, every match there was outstanding. So I, I just said that, that's hard to say. So I, I don't know. Well, MVP was not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Omas didn't do. But uh, Sammy 
and Kevin. Sammy and Kevin, you think? Yes, yeah, MVPs. They sent fans home totally happy, totally happy. So to me, when you do that in the main event, the main event payoff was exactly what everybody wanted. Well, that's the last thing they remember. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep, and, and again, you know, one of the things we always hear about Vince is that he wants people to go home happy at the end of the night. Night number two, which we're going to move into right oh, now. Mac, wasn't... Before, Mac, before you go to that, yep. I do want to say that not enough people are giving Omas enough credit for doing what he did, albeit short, with Brock Lesnar. That's on night number two we're going over. to. <laughs> yeah, and like, wasn't that? Oh, that's correct. I'm in the yeah, wrong night. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's on night number hold two. On, what, hold on, he's behind me here. He's going to come get you. You see who that is? <laughs> yeah, I Barry. can't really. Who is that? That's Vince. <laughs> oh, that's Vince. Okay, yeah, he's going to yell at you, tell you Controlling you're fired in a second. <laughs> <laughs> on night number two, Brock Lesnar. And Omos, the very guy you were speaking about, uh, I thought was really a, a well-executed match for what it was. Yeah. I thought yeah. Brock did. You know, I could see Brock in the ring. You knew who the ring general was in that ring. And Brock was calling spots and doing things that, for me, he was doing anything he could to make Omos look massive. And I thought he did a great job. And I don't know that Brock gets enough respect for the work that he does in that ring because – He's probably, to me, one of the top five storytellers in the ring that they have. I well, would have. Go ahead, Terry. And I certainly agree with you on that, Bill. Brock is a phenomenal athlete. And like I said, he did a great job at Omos. I mean, check yep. this out. Omos, the guy just broke into the business here and now walks out on WrestleMania. Yep. Do you know how many guys had to wait years and years for you walked out on WrestleMania? You yep. had to, you know, you had to work for that spot right there, man. So I'm just saying. I thought it was great opportunity for Omos. You know, one of the biggest things could ever happen to him in his life. And he did a you know outstanding job with with the little bit that he's learned and know, you know, MVP was also there to help him out too. So yep. I think those guys had a great match. I I would have loved to have seen uh Omos win that match and the next night uh when uh he Brock killed Cody, that that would have been the reason why. That would have just been, he, Brock could have beaten everybody up. But I, I kind of wanted to see that, that that's the one guy that Brock would have to wrestle again somewhere down the line. I guess we'll find out where everything goes uh, very soon because uh, it, it, things got strange when it comes to Brock Lesnar and where his future is headed. But uh, Omos, I'd be curious to see what's next for him. Well, Omos killed uh, um, uh, Elias on Raw. So, yeah, but that doesn't mean he's going to do anything with uh, Elias. They probably just let him kill him and move on. So, <laughs> The next match on WrestleMania uh, Night 2, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, Shotzi, Chelsea Green, and Sonya Deville. Uh, your thoughts on that match, Bill? Um, it was a, it was good. I mean, it was just a, it was a uh, get-to-the-next-match match. I was about to say popcorn <laughs> match, I, and I hate to say that, but it did feel like a popcorn match to me. Good. It was good. No, I, I, no, I, you know, I, I, I'd say this. I enjoyed them. They were certainly entertaining. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it was one I could sit back and watch and not like say, "Well, God, will y'all please come on?" But it wasn't like that. But hey, I, I thought it was okay. I will tell you the MVP, and we're not finished going through the matches on night number two. But I want to say who the MVP is for night number two, right out the gate here, Snoop Dogg. 
The oh. save that he did oh. with that match when it came to the Miz and Shane McMahon, Shane went down to an injury. Snoop Dogg on the fly creates an ending for that match that to me was perfect for what they were dealt with there for him to know how to do that and to sell it the way he sold it. Congratulations to Snoop Dogg. He belongs oh, yeah. in the hall of fame. No MVP doubt. And, yeah. And he became the rock dog that yep. night. Yep. Not yeah, a bad well, people's yeah. elbow. Well, Snoop's been around this business for a long time, man. I would had a chance to hang out with him at a couple of WrestleManias he's come to. And so Snoop's been around. So, you know, you pay attention and you see what's going on. You know what I mean? Some of this stuff you don't forget. And like I said, man, I'm with you, Bill. He certainly, you know, great save. Great save for the night. Yeah. And, you know, Hunter at the press conference said that there were guys who have been in this business forever. And something like that happens to Shane. And the guy's like, what do I do? Well, yeah. I did see if you if you notice what was happening, Mrs. Face went from all right, come on, come on to oh shit. <laughs> Something's happened. You can see it on his face. Now, Miz was calling a few things too when he was down. I saw him doing a few calls from the ground. The poor girl who was the official for that match was trying to tell Snoop, just get down and cover him, get down and cover him. Snoop wasn't having it. Snoop was going to do something that was going to entertain the fans before he did that. That's yeah, what I love. Well, here's the other thing, too. She was telling him what was being told to her. Yeah, yeah. So Snoop kind of went in business for himself, all right? That's and right. that, you know, you don't do. Because if Snoop does it, then that tells me I can go out and do it. So, yeah. I mean, if they're telling you to go pin the guy, you do what they tell you. But like yes. I said, you know, it's... He's Snoop. Yeah. Sometimes things just work. So. <laughs> yeah. The next match was one of the most physical matches I have seen in a very, oh. very long time. Gunther defeating Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. They were just beating the living hell out of one another. I will tell you, um, I think after seeing that match, you know, when people say, oh, that wrestling is not real, I haven't watched that match. Yeah, okay, That's absolutely. number one. Number two, they haven't talked a lot about this, but I think in terms of a top contender for the undisputed universal championship, I would pay to see Roman Reigns or Barack Lesnar against Gunther. Oh, I agree. I agree. Now, Gunther really is, I think, probably the next Brock Lesnar kind of uh, beat everybody's ass character that you know is going to come in and just raise hell. Uh, he's got a stiff chop. Oh my God, that chop! Yeah, no slight to the other two wrestlers. No, they no. Were oh no. Hey, look, Sheamus, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre towards the end of that match were really going at it. I mean, they were throwing bombs in there, and it was. <laughs> I, I mean, you knew those guys were going to be feeling it the next day. Yeah. Okay, the next match: Bianca Belair holds on to retain the Raw Women's Title over Oscar. Teddy, what do you think? One word: outstanding. I thought it was very good. I, I really did. All right, let's see. We'll move on. What's the next one? We have Edge uh, versus the Demon in Hell in a Cell. Uh, I, I thought it was fun, a fun match. It was unique. Uh, not one of the best Hell in a Cells I've ever seen, but I thought it was a unique match for what it was. Well, as you know, Edge got, uh, I mean, um, uh, the Demon got got hurt when that ladder was thrown at him, and they had they didn't show this on camera, but they put some staples in his head. Um, I was told, and I agree with you. It wasn't that spectacular hell in a cell, but I think they needed to get them out of there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, and Teddy, uh, when I saw that happen, 
when they stopped the match, and you could tell that something he must have been really hurt for him to stop that match. It did kill. It killed the momentum of the match to me because it was building at that point. Old school. I would have liked to have seen a little bit of blood in the match anyhow, but he maybe he was pouring a lot more blood than you can see. But if not, I mean, if if the, if the wound wasn't bleeding out and it was not that bad, I wish they wouldn't have stopped it. Do what the old school done. Just go. It's a hard way. You can't help it. Keep going. Publicly traded company. You can't do that. Maybe that's part of the problem. Uh, let's see. The last match, of course, the main event, Cody Rhodes losing to Roman Reigns. Uh, I'm wondering, Bill, what do you think Dusty would have thought of that match? The Dream would have loved that match because, you see, the people expected one thing, baby, if you will. But what they expected, we didn't give them because they got to come back again and see what's going to happen, not in the story the way they wanted to. See, everybody, everybody was, Cody's going to win. And when everybody's thinking about that, how can we make him lose and not hurt him? Yeah. Well, Danny, like what do you think? We, we talked about it before. I told you that Cody winning is too soon. You did? Remember, I told yep. you that already. Sure yeah, but, yeah, but, I, but other than that, I thought they had a hell of a match. Great oh. match, but like I said, Cody's just is back now. He's fresh, so there's a lot of money to be made with him, and there are a lot of stories that can be told on down the line. So I think they made the right call there. And I, and, and like I said, they, they said Vince is part of creative now. I don't know, but I, I would to, to see Brock drop Cody on Raw. I I seen Vince McMahon because that's oh that's that's what right. you do. Yep, I got <laughs> that, a question. That's what you do. Teddy. I got a question to ask you, and this is going to go back to the old WCW days. When WWE bought WCW, every WCW guy, 99% of them, when they came into WWE, they got killed. They, 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 so do you think with Vince taking creative um, to the highest level that he might have thought, well, this guy came from AEW. Why is he beating one of our one of our champions here. Why? Why is he doing this? Do you well, think? I don't. I don't think he thinks like that. I think he thinks which you know where's the money. That's what I think. Vince sees. Vince sees the money. So I don't think it had nothing to do with AEW. None of that. Vince just sees. Well, if I do this, how much money can we sell out the next pay per view? So mm -hmm. anything that if anything Vince does, I, it's 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 money involved. It's about that dollar, man. But they killed off Cody the next day with Brock Lesnar. They had they had him murder him. So where does where does Cody go from here? But that doesn't kill him. That doesn't kill him. I think that makes him stronger. You know what I mean? So you okay. got to watch and see how this plays out. You, right. you know what I mean? Especially if you're trying to continue with Brock as a heel, then you got to do something to him to make him a heel. And sure. what better than to have him turn on Cody Rosa, your big guy, your guy that just came back, your franchise that everybody's cheering and rooting for. He's the best guy in the world for Brock to drop. So does Cody want go after Brock or does he go well, after Roman Reigns? He has to. Well, right now he doesn't go after him right now because he's still trying. He wants a rematch, you know, I imagine with Roman. You know what yeah. I mean? But there's that story on down the line. There's still Brock waiting in the yeah. wings. Yes, Guys, we're out of time, but we're out of WrestleMania weekend and we're out of time, but uh, we got another show. It's going to be a little bit special coming up. So keep watching for that, which is something we're going to be doing when we sign off of here. Bill, you, you, like you, you look confused. 
I'm not. Oh, okay, you were looking at the. I thought you were looking. No, like, wow. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about Cody and uh, and Roman Reigns and Barack Lesnar and the the out the outrage of what you know. A lot of people said on Monday Night Raw they saw that turn coming, that that swerve coming. That uh, I did. Barack Lesnar was going to. I never saw it. I went right into my fandom and I stood up and went, "Holy cow!" I couldn't believe it. They didn't see it either. They just always, you know, they when something happens, you got them that want to think they already knew. They didn't see it either. I, now, see, I, I, you're gonna you're gonna yell at me because uh, Bill asked me last night, and I said, "Yeah, I saw that coming because I didn't understand. I, I didn't see the connection with Brock and him, and with, and especially as soon as they got in the ring together, it's like, oh, he's gonna kill Cody. I just kind of saw that. But but now I, I'm maybe a little bit more of an insider in the business than a lot of people as a regular fan. As right. a regular fan, I may have been going, oh. Oh, no, you know, but yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. So. All right, guys, we're out of time. This has been the Wrestling Time Machine. I'm Mac Davis. That's WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long and pro wrestling journalist Bill After. Holla. We'll see you at the matches. All right, guys, we got to do a quick thing real quick before we close out here. Let's see. We got to announce the winners for the... Uh, uh, the Sports Kita Awards. All I'm going to do is I'm just going to open up uh, each one. Uh, we can take turns. Uh, whoever wants to start can start. We'll just go back and forth until we get down to the last ones. But I'm going to tell you who the winner is. Just keep that in mind, and I'll come to you. You'll see in a minute. It's, it's easy. Um, so here we go. Move back, Mac. Yes. Mac, move back a little bit. Your, your head's coming out of it. There you go. Okay. Uh, well, they'll adjust all this anyhow. They're going to lift y'all up. They always do. They move y'all up and around. So, <laughs> all right, here we go. Coming down in three, two. All right, our next award, moment of the year. Guys, here are the nominees. Stone Cold, Steve Austin, his return to WWE. CM Punk winning a title after eight years in AEW. Cody's WrestleMania 38 debut. Brock Lesnar using his tractor on the wrestling ring to topple Roman Reigns. Bray Wyatt's return to WWE and Soraya's debut in AEW. Now here's where I'm going to go. Who wants to start? Oh, I will. Go okay, ahead. Bill, the uh, the winner for that. Yep. Uh, is Cody's WrestleMania 38 debut. Yeah. So Yeah, everybody was thrilled. Oh, no, no, just, just come in right behind that and go, the winner is... Oh, I got you. Okay. All right, because he only wanted like 30 seconds of this Correct. whole thing. Okay. And the winner is Cody Rhodes making his comeback to WWE. Congratulations, the American Nightmare. All right. Now we know what we're doing right here, right? Here we go. These will be easier too because they're not as long. You have to go through the list. Just, just tell us who the what the category and the winner is. You don't have to go through the whole list. Well, otherwise, why would people people don't know who the other people they're no, competing they, against? I mean, he just wanted to win. They just wants a congratulations. They're probably gonna. I don't know. Go ahead, do it the way you're gonna do it. Oh, okay. Um, here we go. Coming down in three, two. All right, our next award: best international superstar. Never mind. I don't have an answer for that one, guys. Here we go. Coming down in three, two. All right, our next category, Tag Team of the Year. And the nominees are FTR, RK Bro, The Usos, The Acclaimed, Toxic Attraction, or Damage Control. Teddy, the winner is uh, The Usos. 
And the winner is the Usos. Congratulations, players. All right, here we go. That's great. Our next category for the Sports Keto Wrestling Awards is the promo of the year. And the nominees are MJF, Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, Sami Zayn, Becky Lynch, or Paul Heyman. It was almost a tie between MJF and Paul Heyman, but the winner is Paul Heyman. All right, here we go, the next one. This time around, our Sports Keto Award category is Match of the Year. And the Match of the Year nominations are Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes, Gunther versus Sheamus, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, Briscoes versus FTR, Brian versus Hangman, and Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. The winner, by the way, for that match is Seth. I mean, for that match of the year is Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. And the winners is Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. Congratulations, guys. Here we go. This is easy. Our next Sports Keto Wrestling Awards category, Face of the Year. And the nominees are Drew McIntyre, Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and Orange Cassidy. Bill, the winners, Cody Rhodes. So the winner, baby, is the son of the American dream. He's the American nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Congratulations, if you will. All right, here we go. And our next category, Heel of the Year. Nominees are Roman Reigns, MJF, Dominic and Rhea Ripley, Seth Rollins, Sammy Guevara, and Tay. Chris Jericho. Somebody's That's got my, music playing. my work phone upstairs. Okay. <laughs> uh, the uh, winner is MJF. You got that, Bill. I had the last two. Which one is it? MJF. Uh, heel of the year. Okay, okay. Um, and the heel of the year is the despicable MJF. Congratulations. All right, here we go. And one of our final categories, Female Wrestler of the Year. Nominees are Jade Cargill, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Mandy Rose, Ronda Rousey, or Jamie Hayter. Winner is Rhea Ripley. And the winner for Female Wrestler of the Year is Rhea Ripley, and I'm talking about real fine player. Congratulations. All right, last one. Here we go. And our final Sports Keto Wrestling Awards category, Male Wrestler of the Year. And the nominees are Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, CM Punk, John Moxley, Brock Lesnar, and Chris Jericho. Bill, the winner is Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, I got that. So who else but the head of the table, 
and staying the head of the table, Roman Reigns. That's it, guys. That's all we had to do. That's it? That's it. All right. That was easy enough. Both again. It's Um, good to see everybody. All right. Mac, I'll talk to you probably tomorrow. Teddy, I'll see you next week. Where are you going to be? In Greenville? No. I'll see you next week on here. Oh, okay. When is is Greenville? There's a a comic con I'm doing up there next weekend. I thought you might was going to be there. No, no. Well, send my regards around, please. Okay. All right. Thank you, player. Guys, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. See y'all. Good show. Good show. Thank you. I thought so, too. See you, guys.